to join us to give us a little bit more insight about the process of what's gone on behind the scenes and what we might still get to hear more about. John Hartwell, he's the Director of Athletics for Utah State University, and he joins us now in the Full Court Press. Uh, John, thanks for your time tonight. Absolutely. How are you guys doing? Good, Mr. Hartwell. Good to have you on. We're doing good. Uh, I guess, for first of all, the let's start with the most recent first, and that is that uh, the Mountain West announced conference games will begin October 24th. They'll run eight weeks consecutively. We now know that Utah State will have a schedule. They'll play teams and then within the Mountain West, um, and uh, then there's a chance for a conference title game. Uh, from your perspective, how involved were you with those conversations to develop that, that schedule for Utah State football? Yeah, I mean, we literally have been meeting daily as ADs for about the last three weeks. In fact, I just got off a call a few minutes ago. Uh, so, so yeah, it was a collective effort uh, amongst all of our athletic directors and, you know, trying to uh, come up with as equitable of a schedule as we could. You know, ours uh, ended up staying exactly the same as it would have been uh, in the regular season in, in terms of conference opponents and whether they were home or away. So that, that just kind of worked out. And, uh, you know, the, the couple of uh, holes in the schedule or, or challenges, if you will, were, you know, Air Force already had previously scheduled, obviously, the game they just played against Navy this past Saturday. And then, Army on November 7th, so with an even number of teams in the league, uh, that obviously put somebody out there. Um, and, you know, it worked out where Boise and BYU were actually already scheduled to play in, in the original schedule, were scheduled to play on November 7th. Uh, so, so that game came to fruition. And then, uh, you know, Air Force – uh, after having uh, again played uh, Navy already, and they're going to play Army, so uh, they they were not able to play any more than eight games because they've got a uh, a regulation regarding their exams. So that that created an opening on uh, on the twelfth of December as well, and it it turned out where San Diego State had to be on the road that day, um, so uh, they. And they were scheduled to play BYU too, so they took that date. So it so it ends up where, you know, all the teams have the opportunity to play eight games, as you guys were alluding to. Uh, those games are scheduled, and uh, we're all going to have the power of positive thinking and and hope that uh, none of the Mountain West games get uh, postponed. But uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll go with the eight game schedule we've got right now. You know, straight through as you mentioned, no bye weeks eight weeks starting uh, the 24th and going through the 12th of December uh, with the conference championship game to be played on the 19th of December. Now you, you've uh, explained why uh, Boise state and San Diego state were able to still get BYU on their schedules. I know there's a lot of Aggie fans wondering why didn't Utah state get a chance to have BYU on their schedule? Yeah, it it worked out where again, uh, San Diego state had to be away that weekend and it just didn't work out for us. Uh, the other key there is, uh, that earlier date, the one in November, uh, was, uh, you know, that was already scheduled, uh, for, for Boise to host BYU. And that's important for us as a league. Cause obviously 
if it's a home game for a Mountain West uh, school, the Mountain West retains that television revenue. It's part of our TV uh, contract. Whereas if a game's at BYU, it's, you know, it's part of their ESPN contract. So trying to get uh, the game, you know, it's more advantageous for us at the end of the day uh, for Boise to have that home game. Hey, I know they're in the Mountain West release, they talked about the possibility of having Thursday-Friday games. Have you heard anything further on that, and if we will be having any Thursday-Friday games? They're working through those right now. Um, you know, we should know by Wednesday or Thursday most of those, and, and I would just say it's probably a good bet, and who knows whether home or away or maybe one or so of each uh, that, that we could have such games, because here, here's the deal. So, um, there are 46 games in the Mountain West inventory. So uh, eight weeks of games times six weeks, uh, that's 48 games minus the two that we talked about. Uh, Air Force is at uh, Air Force is at Army, so that game is not in the Mountain West inventory, nor is the San Diego State at BYU game in there. So 46 games. The first week's games, those will all be Saturday games because by NCAA regulation, everybody had to have 29 practice days from the announcement being made by the league. So that weekend of October 24th, we can't have any Thursday or Friday games. So you subtract those six, that leaves you an inventory of 40 games. Out of those 40 games remaining, I believe 18 of those will either be Thursday or Friday night games, so almost half of them. So uh, there, there's a pretty good uh, chance that, that we may well have a Thursday or Friday night game. But uh, like I said, hopefully we'll have that information uh, by Wednesday or Thursday of this week. Also in the Mountain West release, they said there's a possibility of fans, but it's up to local health regulations, local health, you know, whatever's going on currently with the coronavirus. What contingency plans have you put in place, and will the fans be allowed possibly at games at Utah State? Yeah, so let let me answer the question up front and say, yes, we are going to have fans. Uh, As of today, we are one of only four schools in the Mountain West that are going to have fans at all. Uh, Wyoming's plan is to have – just under 7,000 UNLV playing in the Raiders new stadium there. Their plan is to have uh, 6,500 and uh, University of Nevada at Reno's plan is to have 2,200 for us. uh, And and in fact, uh, our, uh, our plan was laid out today to our COVID uh, task force risk committee today, um, and, and we're moving forward hopefully tomorrow uh, with looking at a at a total capacity of uh, of about 5,500. So um, once we get that go ahead, we kind of have uh, that mapped out. And, and again, uh, got to have the social distancing, got to have masks to come in. Um, so uh, we. As I know, we, we've got a lot of listeners out there. Um, you know, we, we will uh, provide that information of, of how that impacts uh, current season ticket holders uh, here in, in the coming days this week. 
Mr. Hartwell, how about the basketball schedule? Do we have any further information of when that could be released? And and uh, will we have any home games? And I get the same question of will we have fans at the Spectrum? Yeah, so so good question, Zajay. Uh, we, again, from, from the information we got on our uh, Mountain West 80s call this afternoon, should have both a men's and women's uh, basketball schedule as it relates to the league schedule uh, here before the end of the week. Um, we, we do have some non-conference things we're trying to finalize. As I think you guys had mentioned, uh, the NCAA moved back the start of uh, the starting date of competition uh, about 15 days from November the 10th to November 25th. So there are some things that we are reshuffling in there amongst those on the men's side, um, you know, was, uh, was the, ESPN hosted tournament in, in Myrtle Beach, which has now, uh, now been pushed back in dates, and it's actually being totally redone. Looks like uh, we will end up going to Orlando to play in a bubble there. ESPN is con- combining several of their events there, so still trying to work through the dates there. Um, as you guys may have known, you know, we we're scheduled to have BYU at home on December 5th, St. Mary's at home on December 12th, still working on, you know, it's, it's a pretty intricate puzzle trying to salvage as many of those non-conference games as we can uh, after having 15 days chopped off the schedule. So trying to put those pieces together, but we should have, um, you know, pretty good indication uh, by the end of the week on, on all of that and release, you know, the information that we can. Again, uh, the basketball schedule, just like the football schedule, is subject to TV dates. So uh, the base schedule that will come out uh, will be uh, a Tuesday-Friday format for men's basketball, uh, but that's before any of the TV picks are done. And, and I have a feeling quite a few of our games will be picked for TV, so those – those may have uh, some dates moved there as well. And, and to the final part of your question there, yes, we will have fans in the spectrum uh, still trying to work through those numbers a little more restrictive uh, because obviously uh, the, the risk of spread uh, of the virus is, is uh, higher in enclosed or indoor facilities than it is outdoor. We're just trying to see what that number is. And the other component there is, you know, with, uh, with basically class going online at Utah State after uh, Thanksgiving break, you know, a large portion of our students won't be on campus from uh, Friday, November, I think it's the 20th, uh, somewhere in there, Friday, November 20th, uh, all the way up uh, until January 19th, which is the day after Martin Luther King Day. So you've got almost two months without students on campus. And so we're trying to figure out uh, how we account for that to try, again, uh, trying to, to let as many fans in as we can, as many of our season ticket holders as we can. But, but quite frankly, this is going to be an unusual year where, uh, where you know, we, we can't have, uh, you know, 10,300 people in their capacity of the spectrum. And, and quite frankly, you know, our, our number may be down somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 10 to 15 to 20% of that in an indoor building. So we're trying to, 
trying to work through that as well. Uh, in regards of the fans, have you guys found a way to prioritize of which people will be allowed to attend the games or how many students will be allowed to attend the games? Or how have you guys figured that out? Are you still working on it? Yeah, we're, we're close on that. And, and obviously uh, the students and the herd are such a home field and home court advantage for us and football and basketball, trying to accommodate as many of them as we can. But again, it's, it's percentages, uh, you know, uh, only a fraction of, of what our full capacity is that's going to be allowed uh, due to COVID-19 restrictions. So, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're trying to get as many people in there as we can. And I'll say this, um, from a basketball perspective, you know, we're hopeful that whatever our beginning percentage or number is can grow uh, some during the during the course of the year. If the number of uh, infections and rate of infections decreases in, in uh, Cache Valley and the Bear River Health District, uh, but all of that's contingent, you know, and, and obviously here the last uh, week or so, it hasn't been trending in a very positive direction. But I, again, I will say this even having some fans for us is going to be uh, far better than the vast majority of the people in our league. Cause as of right now, you know, eight of the 12 institutions as it relates to football, aren't going to have any fans at all. Yeah, no kidding. So it's a, right now Utah state seems to be in a good position where they can move in that direction. Um, the, the mountain West announced that they would have testing available for their member institutions. Uh, how has testing been going so far? Uh, and how many positive tests has Utah State experienced so far this athletic academic season? Yeah, so all the testing we've been doing so far has has been at the institutional level, um, and, and we had, you know we started testing all the way back uh, early June when our student athletes, uh, in particular football, uh, started coming back. So you're really talking, uh, you know, uh, four months worth of testing now, four plus months worth of testing. And, and in total, our number of, of positives uh, uh, are somewhere right around 60. Now, that includes all student athletes across all sports and some of our coaching, uh, coaching staff and staff members as well. Uh, so, you know, Mike Williams and, and his staff and our training room have done an outstanding job, as have, uh, you know, our team doctors very involved in it and working in close uh, coordination with the Bear River Health District and, and then also the folks on campus. Now, as it relates to specifically football testing, uh, the number of tests per week is going to ramp up starting next week. And all of our football testing is going to be done uh, through a contract that the Mountain West Conference has with a third party. Uh, so every school will have the same company, a company out of Texas coming in doing the testing. Uh, and that will start next week, next Monday for football. Uh, those tests uh, will be three times a week um, all the way through the season. Uh, we had hoped that those were going to be antigen tests uh, right off the, the bat, but uh, it looks like uh, due to supply and, and due to, um, you know, uh, the, the accuracy of the test uh, for the first two weeks, those are going to be PCR tests, um, you know, for our student athletes. And, and that's more than our student athletes. We will have 
uh, kind of our inner bubble, if you will, people who have day-to-day contact uh, with our football team. So, you know, in addition to roughly 110 student athletes, you've got a coaching staff, you've got trainers, you've got managers, uh, you've got all the video people, all of those people who have daily contact uh, with our football program, uh, which is about 165 to 170 individuals. So they will all be tested three times a week, uh, you know, depending on the date of our game. If we have, uh, you know, on a typical Saturday game, there will be Friday tests. And, uh, you know, if, if there's a positive in those Friday tests, uh, that individual or those individuals uh, won't travel, won't, won't make the trip uh, for that game. So, uh, again, uh, unusual circumstances, different than we've ever experienced before. Uh, but but a lot of positive movement and uh, you know the thing is if if we were to have you know two or three or four uh, positives or, or guys who miss games you know other other schools are having those same same things so um, you know we we will just work through it and, and again the the decision to play um, was not uh, done to return to play. Uh, was was done after careful consideration of student athlete safety and welfare, and, and ultimately that's that's going to be our number one priority. Uh, yes, our our kids and our coaching staff are excited to play games, but but again, uh, we're going to make sure that uh, student athlete welfare and safety are are taken care of first and foremost. Mr. John Hartwell, Athletic Director for Utah State Athletics, joins us here on the Full Court Press. Uh, Mr. Hartwell, final question from me. How big of a decision or how big was it that the Mountain West Conference had told you guys that, hey, uh, with the testing, we're going to pay for everything? Uh, and, I mean, I just can't imagine the relief of cost that that put on for you guys as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it helps because obviously we're, we're all under financial constraints. Uh, and, and, and quite frankly, some of our schools in our league are in better shape than others. And, and the good news is we're, we're on the better end of that. Uh, but yeah, the league covering it. And, you know, I, I say the league covering it. We're very grateful for that, but it's coming out of the reserves for our league that, that at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the conference members, uh, all share that anyway. So, uh, so yeah, there, it's kind of a little bit of a play on words, but, uh, it's coming out of reserve. So obviously it, it helps, uh, that, that those expenses don't have to come out of our current operating budgets. With John Hartwell, uh, we appreciate your time tonight. I know it's a really crazy time. I know that you and your staff, Jerry Bovey, you guys are, uh, putting in a lot of long hours trying to piece this all together. Appreciate your time, and uh, we look forward to finding out about basketball schedules when those get released. Hopefully we hear something later this week. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And, and again, you know, it, it's been a challenging last seven months, and, and we're going to continue to have challenges. But, but just the optimism and excitement, you know, amongst our, our football student athletes and, you know, tri- that trickling over to our – student body as a whole and our you know there's a little bit of a buzz on campus now about it and and through our fan base and I'm sure throughout Cache Valley that that's uh you know we're really excited about and uh look look forward to the challenges of of opening at Boise here in, in a little less than three weeks. Hey, Mr. Harwell, really quickly, and I'm, I apologize this is so unprofessional but you guys have a give day I believe it's on October 8th can you talk a little bit yeah. about that and what that's going to mean for the athletics and how the community can help out? 
hey, Ajay, we're going to have to bring you on as a consultant to our, uh, to our development staff. Yeah, that, I, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, this is really a, a campus-wide initiative on, uh, on October the 8th. Uh, a day of giving for, for Aggies, and, you know, uh, there, there's no amount too little uh, and no amount too big. So we're, we're just asking people and, and understanding that, you know, many people have, have suffered financial hardships through, through the COVID-19 pandemic, but, uh, you know, anybody that has the ability to, to give a gift uh, to, to Utah State University and, yeah, certainly we would love to see it designated towards athletics, but but giving across the university uh, to to help you know all of the great things that are going on at our great university, you know um, whether it's the academic programs, the arts, things going on with you know uh, our band and cheer, uh, campus wide, our our you know extension programs, all of those things you know, uh, could, could use people's support out there. So anybody listening who has an interest in giving, we, we would love to see you get involved in that day of giving on October the 8th. Thank you, Mr. Hartwell. Appreciate your time. Guys, thank you so much. Hey, thanks, John. Uh, John Hartwell, Director of Athletics for Utah State University. 